Hello, and welcome to this season of the Feminist Voices podcast. My name is Bailey, and I'm one of the 2019-2020 Feminist Narratives Coordinators. This season, we sat down with student artists at Stanford to talk about their artistic journeys and learn about how they maintain their creative practices while at Stanford. For our next episode, I sat down with Kiara to talk about their work as a poet. We hope you enjoy. Dunbar, I use they, them, or she, her pronouns, and my primary art practice, I would say, is poetry. Can you talk a little bit about how you got into poetry or other art forms? So when I was younger, I actually didn't really write poetry too much. I was more of a person who really liked to draw. Interestingly enough, it was like Dragon Ball Z fan art, (laughs) so that was an interesting moment, but I think it does speak to just how much I liked art even at like a young age. I want to say I made like the transition to writing during like high school. It was during like Black History Month. Um, My friend who was like the president of like Black Student Union, they wanted me to participate. I was like, sure. And so from there, I think I started writing political poems to perform for my school. Unfortunately, I don't feel like I really was super consistent with that throughout high school. I was trying to center academics just so I could get into a really good college but art found its way back to me (laughs) and we're here now so I would say like the moment I feel like I decided to be an artist was actually at Stanford it was a lot of like rediscovering especially through like classes under Ida meeting other artists just events on campus that made me decide that I really wanted to continue doing this how does being at a place like Stanford impact your art practice either positively negatively (laughs) that is the question um Stanford is really I think such an interesting place especially for like the arts I don't think it's necessarily like centered I think a lot of people would say that so sometimes it's kind of difficult just because like the art community is really small and for me it was like It was honestly kind of intimidating just because I was rediscovering art once I got here and it felt like a lot of people here were already established artists in their own right. (laughs) For me, trying to become better with my craft, I definitely think I was insecure about many things. But I really do like Ida. I think that's definitely a huge draw for Stanford. Everyone under the program or everyone like connected to the program super cool people and I've learned so much about like healing practices and like art practice and how you can like intertwine the two among other things so like it was definitely intimidating but I feel like a lot of Stanford actually facilitated my growth in art it's really difficult but like (laughs) definitely keep an open mind with your art especially being at Stanford because I think your art is definitely going to look different from someone else's and so it's really difficult to like measure and that's something I wish I had sort of known (laughs) during freshman year and even like parts of sophomore year. Can you speak a little bit more on where you see like art and activism intersecting? Okay, well, I feel like with activism, or at least like the activism I like to engage with, definitely super anti-capitalist. And I also feel like art is definitely also anti-capitalist. I think just like the nature of like creating art and like engaging in art. Yeah, I don't feel like it's it's something that's really promoted for that very reason. I think it's why a lot of um, activists are also artists and vice versa. Art can be really accessible for movements just because even in classes, <laughs> like when I'm reading things that I can't necessarily like understand or like don't have time to read through, things like art are definitely like more accessible and more understandable. Art is like a way of translation. Translation is also really important for activism <laughs> because like if people don't understand like what they're fighting for or like what you're talking about 
then that also is just like a really big issue. Speaking of, how do you maintain or sustain your practice while at an institution like Stanford? Luckily, I'm really interested in like humanities and like social sciences. Um, definitely leaning a little bit more towards humanities. So a lot of the ways in which I I love myself to like practice art is like through classes. Um, I'm taking a lot of, or at least I took a lot of really interesting classes that allowed me to do like a lot of creative writing assignments and things like that. So it was a way for me to like not only do like the thing that I love, but also get units for it, <laughs> which is like super clutch in my opinion. And I think that's like a really great option for people who want to feel like motivated to do art and also want to have like that added benefit. I do think it's difficult sometimes, especially when like I take classes that don't really allow for that, mainly because like I think art is sometimes something you do on top of like schoolwork and like other things you're a part of. And so honestly, sometimes it can really be like tiring to um, continue engaging. So I definitely like take breaks from like time to time, but I think, yeah, taking classes that would allow you to like uh, maintain your art practice. Also being in conversation with like other artists, <laughs> I feel like that is also super helpful because even though you might not be producing art, just like talking about art with other people for me at least is like really fulfilling. Do you feel like the way you approach your practice in classes versus like just like on your own time is different? Yeah, I think somewhat. Um, mainly because on my own, I don't really have as much direction. And so I think there is more freedom when I don't do it inside of a class. And then with a class, it definitely has to be like a guided assignment and sometimes like my art practice has to be like molded to fit what the class is about or like what they're asking me to do. I don't feel like there's too much of a difference. I always try to make sure I have like a lot of fun with the final projects. I'm just like if I'm taking a class and this is like the final thing I'm doing for it, I try not to like make my art palatable to academia or at least I try to like work against that as much as I can because I also feel like I can turn into something problematic for me personally. Yeah, I think I actually sometimes prefer to like write for classes just because the freedom sometimes is nerve-wracking for me, mainly because like when I want to do art but like don't really know like where to start, sometimes for me like a class assignment or just thinking about things that I'm doing in class can be like a really great starting point. Do you know what you want your art to say when you start a project? I don't think if I don't think I know exactly what I wanted to say. I think I tend to like follow themes at the very least because I feel like your art practice is your own but for me personally I also want my art practice to be like accessible to other people so even if they don't know like what the whole process is they can still gain something from it or like take something away from it. I think the main thing with my art is that I try to make sure that like it matters to me. I think that's super important mainly because like if it doesn't matter to you then I feel like it's less likely to matter to other people so I feel like you have to make sure your heart is in whatever you're creating mm -hmm. otherwise like what is like the purpose of that creation and that's something I'm often like asking myself and I feel like that's also super important whenever I, I'm guiding myself through my work. I'm curious about your take on the separating the art from the artist conversation. I feel like artistry can be like really really intimate and so I myself find it really difficult to separate art from like artists I think I'm thinking about like music specifically just in the ways that people are able to like monetize off of what they've created which I think is wonderful and I think 
everyone should be compensated for their art thinking about people who have done like really problematic things and like haven't really done any work to rectify what they've done i think it's really difficult because if you're still engaging with their art in some ways they're still benefiting from that and so i think it can be really concerning to continue to support someone who's not interested in like community care or interested and like becoming better and like supporting people. I, I think it can really be hard sometimes with some people. I, I think it's also just like a big conversation on like cancel culture. Um, I think a lot of that is connected to whether or not you separate the art from like the artist. And so I think it really depends on like what you would cancel someone for, all of that. I try not to police people too much um, on what they choose to engage with, unless I think it's someone who's just objectively like a pretty terrible person but there are definitely so many nuances to it so I think it's difficult to have a clear stance on it. What do you believe the role of an artist is? I don't know if I would say an artist has a specific role. I think for me personally with the way I engage with my art I think as long as I, I'm really happy with it. I think an artist should always enter with like really good intentions however you interpret that whenever they're creating and I think they should also enter with the idea that their art is meaningful, whether that be like to themselves or to their community or to the world at large. I do feel like art has to have meaning and it doesn't have to matter to everyone. I think even if it matters to yourself, for me, that's more than enough. A lot of times that's why I write. I'm really caught because I feel like artists should be able to create without having to like fill in this role or like feel like it's a job of sorts or that like they have to fulfill some expectation but I also feel like artists should definitely be intentional with their work. How do you see your other identities coming out in your work? So I write a lot about being black and or queer and I used to write about being like a woman as well but the gender thing is kind of wonky so <laughs> we're figuring that out. Yeah I feel like my identities guide a lot of like what I write about and I try to write about what I know about <laughs> I wouldn't write about somebody who has a different experience than me because I don't know I I just don't feel qualified to talk about something that I haven't experienced or I don't really know anything about and I think it's super important I feel like I wasn't really encouraged to be an artist I and a lot of people I knew growing up mainly because like the focus was securing a check securing a job of some kind making sure you have like financial stability so choosing to be an artist is in some ways like really scary but also a way to like honor myself and to just be engaged with something that I actually like really care about and I think it's super important for like black and brown and like indigenous people to be artists. We've been shut out from like so many things outside of artistry, but artistry especially. In some ways, I do feel like choosing to be an artist can be a really radical action and something for me that's like really promising and really important. What is something that you believe is central and or essential to your craft? Yeah, I think my only guiding principle, something I stated earlier, is just making sure that I'm intentional about like what I'm writing about and making sure that it matters to me. Mainly because there is like a really long time where I felt like I had to fulfill a role as like a poet and like do certain things and write certain things. And so at one point I think I was producing just to produce, which honestly didn't feel <laughs> super great. It really wasn't great for um, my health at all or just, just like in general. And so I really 
try to make sure that like I'm intentional when I'm making art I hope people never feel like they have to like create art or like produce just because like people view them as like an artist like I think it's completely okay to like not produce something for years like still call yourself an artist a lot of times it's like me like alleviating pressure and making sure that when I create like I'm actually in that space to like be able to create like that I'm ready for that which I think is like super important it's just really important to like check in with yourself Um, and I think like a lot of the topics that I write about too can be like emotionally taxing so I think that check-in is also really important to me for that reason too because being an artist (laughs) can be like very 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 hard and I think it can definitely be even harder like once you leave undergrad finding spaces for that art so I would just yeah definitely I try to make sure that like my art never compromises my health. Um, yeah, that's that's the most important thing to me. As we wrap up the interview, I'm wondering if there's any place where people can either see your work or like connect with you online or in person. I do post my poetry from time to time on Twitter. My at is at Kiara the Poet, two E's and the. I also post on Instagram occasionally. My at on there is FKA Kiara, but. I do have some work coming out pretty soon on campus. Diaspora Reimagined? Yeah, it's a show on campus. And so I'll be releasing a chapbook that I created for one of my classes last quarter through there. So I'm really excited for that. And hopefully in the future, I continue to engage in like things like that on campus. I think those would be the main places. <laughs> and I'm pretty funny. So please, if anything, follow my Twitter. Great. Thank you so much for coming in. Yeah, of course. Thank you so much for listening. Tune in next week where we speak with Angel about their practice in poetry, music, and multimedia.